Girl, look at this fresh set I just got today, Stacy said, hands pressed against the marble counter. I decided to get red this time. You know I'm always changing it up for my man. I smirked. Didn't you just get them done last week, before girls' night? And I gotta treat myself. He's been giving me so much money I'm addicted. Mm-hmm. Well, I like the color, but they're so long, though. I could never. You mentioned always having them this length the other night. I didn't know you were serious. He likes them that way, girls, so I can scratch his eyeballs out, she said, throwing her head back toward the ceiling. Long, sexy, and dangerous. He's gonna love me even more than he did before. He will. Maybe I'll try them sometime, too. Stacy stood before the mirror and stared at her reflection. She nested her hands beneath her lengthened blonde hair. It reached the bottom of a seamless black thong that rested upon the bridges of her protruding hip bones. Stacy was thinner than a rail. The hollows of her cheeks were covered in blossom pink blush and golden highlighter, done to perfection, twinkling under the fluorescent lights in the back room when she smiled. I knew Stacy was already a star. She never had a top on and never needed one. Every man in the entire club loved her C-cup breasts like two flowers in bloom. They knew she was barely 18. They told her she should come around more often. They adored the way she could hardly walk in toppling high heels. This is what happens when you are young and beautiful. Stacy did this nearly every weekend, Friday and Saturday nights when our club was riddled with men who refused to go home after work. When I looked at her, I reminisced about being the new girl. But she was better than everybody. She could command their attention with the snap of two fingers. They would fix their eyes upon the curves of her body. Stacy made thousands when she swayed and she didn't even have to try. She only needed a greeting, a pose, a closing remark that perhaps made every man feel special. Stacy pushed me to become the dancer I always wanted to be. She looked away from the mirror and began to fumble with her dainty underwear. She came to me, hands shaking. Okay, it's almost time, she declared, coiling herself around my arm. Do I look okay? Yeah, I was just about to tell you that. You look beautiful too, as always. But I don't think you need me to tell you. I planted a kiss on her forehead. I felt a little more famous. Let's go, girls. It's showtime, the house mom announced from behind us. People are filing in as we speak. I started forward, but Stacy tugged at my arm. Wait, girl, she said. What? Want to take a line with me? I paused. Yeah, I'm down, but I'm not even drunk yet, so these men better buy me a fucking drink. They will. Men are easy to fool. Don't you know we always get our way? She grabbed her large Victoria's Secret duffel bag from inside the locker room, shuffled into the handicapped bathroom stall, and dropped to the cold tile floor. In forgiving hands, she held a petite white pouch filled with powder. She flicked back a strand of yellow hair, admiring the flashing dust. I love snow, Stacy said. Me too. Only sometimes, though. I should stop, but I don't want to, she grinned, revealing her bleached white teeth. I have way too much fun. It's so pretty. She poured the coke onto the top of a toilet paper dispenser. Tap, 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 tap. With the edge of a brand new credit card. Stacy created a narrow, chalky line that seemed to glow compared to the dull metal. She lunged ahead, inhaling the whole line in a single whiff. Stacy batted her eyes. Her false lashes almost undid themselves. Your turn, baby. I did as I was told, repeating her process. Blood rushed to my head and I felt each nerve fade away. Numb the pain. Thank you, said Stacy. For what? I didn't do anything. For being my friend when I have no one else. I smiled. You don't have to thank me for that. You're my girl always. Can you do something else for me, she asked. Of course. Stacy rummaged through her sequin carry-on, pulling out another small sack. This one contained dark crimson sparkles, which winked in the bathroom lights. I thought Stacy was nervous by the way she held it, but she proved me wrong. Pour the glitter all over me, she pleaded. I want to drown in this tonight. The clubhouse strip joint was a place of peace for lost souls. Heavy music thumped against cavernous walls. Dancing feet softly stomped to the rhythm. There were strobe lights ranging from blue to green to purple. Each table in the VIP section had a group of men in suits and ties. Perhaps they had a long day at work, or their wives were home with the kids. This was their escape. 
They could travel to another dimension for a night or two and forget about reality. All they did was cash out and get drunk. They placed bets on which girl they could get within the first few hours. The men knew money was everything to us, and they were always willing to give us anything we wanted. We begged for the cash, which came just like rain falling from the sky. Men are so easy to fool, Stacy said once. I still don't know if I believe her. On girls' night, she reminded me that we were in this together. I'll always have your back. You have my word, she had said, sipping her drink. Today I called the club our ballroom, where true magic is supposed to happen. The men's laughter filled the atmosphere, but I could barely hear it. Come on, Vic, Stacy called to me. He's over there. Her man was different. We all knew that. He was tall and handsome. Every Friday, he wore the same outfit, a black jacket embroidered with the word Gucci in orange and red lettering, designer jeans, and clean, shiny sneakers. Massive chains hung around his neck in different shapes and sizes, all diamond-encrusted and brilliant. His earrings matched and glowed, complementing his muscular build. Stacy's man wore five rings on his right hand, one for every finger. He knew it was the shit and wanted everybody else to know it too. He was a regular at the clubhouse, willing to spend like nothing else mattered. Stacy strutted toward him, fumbling with her brand new nails and adjusting her panties. This man had piercing blue eyes and a lot of friends. I suspected he was around 25, a young millionaire, but somehow I knew he was already hooked on drugs. They'd been seeing each other for a while. I saw her breathe in. Hi, Don, she exhaled. Hi, beautiful. I told you I would come back to see you, and here I am. I'm so happy you came, baby. This is my friend Vic, by the way. He shifted his gaze over to me. I felt a rush of uncertainty. Hi, Vic, he said. I brought some people, too. They're over there. Don's group stayed back, glittering near the exit next to the speakers, where the music bumped louder. There were three of them, all extraordinarily attractive and wealthy. Their get-ups matched Don's, but he was clearly the leader. And they were patient, just like him. I nodded. I can see that. Y'all didn't have to come out here. I'll dripped out. Sheesh, you're stealing our show. Don beamed, taking Stacy's hand. You're too nice, but I had to go all out for my little baby. She deserves all the money in the world. Don and his friends blurred together. I couldn't make them out anymore. In the middle of the club, among the field of lounge chairs and other men, we talked and laughed and flirted. This was what Stacy and I did together, even on off days. I promised myself to manifest a good life. We both did, but we both couldn't. We were stuck somewhere in time without any hope. Tonight, our hearts pumped in unison to the music. I know I was the only one breathing, and the air smelled like regret. I felt nothing but dread. Let's go to a private VIP section, Stacy said. I think I would like that. Together, Don and Stacy walked behind the curtains of the secluded space at the very back of the clubhouse. Don's friends and I trailed behind. Across the room, the DJ played our favorite song. It felt like the tune recycled itself on a continuous loop, one I couldn't shake. Don and Stacy were like celebrities. We were like wannabes. She squeezed his hand and pulled at his arm. I didn't mind. They giggled, peering into each other's eyes. What a life, I thought. I idolized Stacy in all her beauty. I love this song, Stacy said, gazing at me from the couch side singing Iced Out Gold Chain by Guap Dad 4000. Dawn gripped her leg tightly. All of a sudden, the area felt debilitating and strange. Too many men in a place with too few women. We were used to being outnumbered, but now our VIP section felt wrong and dim and unwelcoming. The couches morphed and contorted as Dawn grew indifferent. I sat next to Stacy and sensed her spirit sink into the drugs. I don't really care, baby, Dawn replied. You can stop talking now. Dance for me and I'll get you a drink. Stacy fell silent and stood. She was unfazed, and so was I. We both felt nothing. You too, he told me. I rose and joined her. She maneuvered her waist back and forth, clumsy and modern and fresh. Skimming delicate fingertips against exposed thighs, Stacy let herself advance with the music. She was state-of-the-art, spinning around and bending over as she danced, whipping her blonde hair in circles. I saw a seductress, an emblem of beauty. Dawn drew a couple of ones and shoved them along the side of her black thong. 
He tried to pull her closer. She was hesitant when their lips almost touched. I watched while doing the same to one of his friends. I couldn't look away from Stacy. What is this shit? What, Stacy asked? This is a dance, really? Do something more for me. I know you would love to. What do you mean? Wow, Don chuckled, looking towards his friends. Do I really have to tell you what to do? I can't believe I'm paying for this. Women really just don't get it, do they? I tried to remember I was my own muse. I felt faint. I'm sorry, she whispered. You know I'm still new. You're much better last time and every time before that. Maybe it's because you were drunk. Come on, I'm getting you a drink. Okay, Stacy complied and shot me a look. My heart plummeted to the pit that was growing inside my stomach. Something felt off. They got up and left the VIP lounge. Dawn's friends started laughing. I was confused. I gulped, pushing the fear back into the capsule of my mind. I am my own muse. I am my own muse. I am my own muse. I looked back at Vic as she studied the exit, her glare lingering in my direction. I felt frantic and pressured as I moved out of the VIP section and back to the central part of the club. I'm sorry I disappointed you, I told Don. You can't disrespect me like that, Stacy, he explained, slurring. You're making me look bad in front of my friends. I told you to dance and you didn't. I came tonight for you. Only you. And this is what I get? We stood in the shadows in the corner of the main club, my back pressed against the wall next to the exit where Don's friends had huddled before. I couldn't see Don as he spoke, only the slow, steady movement of his mouth mumbling. I imagined the enormous chandelier in the floorroom swishing and swinging in thin air. The pendant shone all over the club when the colored lights hit its clear surface just right. All the other men stared our way when Don screamed. I faded slowly. Some of them got up and started walking closer. The red sparkles on my skin burned in the dark. All I knew was Don's face of anger. I knew there was no way out. I'll try again, baby. There's still time. A push. Suddenly, Don grabbed the front of my neck. I felt my feet being pulled up from the ground, and I dangled against the doorframe. My head cracked and bled with pressure. Don grimaced when I gasped for another breath, desperately trying to hold on to my life. But there was nothing. I felt nothing. He squeezed tighter, and my throat pumped without relent. I struggled to keep myself alert, counting how many more inhales I had left. I didn't matter. My mind scrambled through the remnants of what was left. I thought about Vic, wishing that she could see me, hear me, look for me. My glass shattered on the ground. It made a noise, but there was no liquid left inside. I was nothing. There isn't any time left. I'm leaving town tonight. You don't listen to me. Do you hear me? You're nothing compared to me. I'm the customer. You're the whore. Why can't you just be a good girl? I was nothing. I was nothing. I was nothing. After a few seconds, Vic finally came into view, far from reach. She ran, wobbling in her laced high heels and tiny dancer attire. My consciousness faded further. The other men raced towards us and pulled Don to the ground. He released me as he stumbled backward, groaning. They took him outside beneath the exit sign. The rhythm stopped and I felt dizzy. Vic crouched and nudged at my shoulder. I couldn't see her. Stacy, can you hear me? Are you okay? I'm so sorry I left you alone. Stacy, please answer me. I can see you, I said, reaching. Open your eyes more, please, Vic said, holding onto my hand. I'm trying. Bouncers fled out the door and into the parking lot, where Don's body was beaten into the ground. The other men kicked his ribs and punched his face. My vision softened when I peered up at Vic. A tear fell down her cheek, ruining the blush and highlight she had applied earlier. She crouched over my body, dressed in almost nothing. Her breasts hung like flowers in anticipation of bloom. A single g-string hugged her hips, hardly keeping itself up. Vic was so thin. I worshipped the way she could capture the attention of any man she wished. She was the girl I craved to become. They realized Vic was a star the moment she stepped into the strip club. They already knew her name. She had light hair that cascaded down an open back. Snow still lined the holes of her nostrils. Sirens sounded in the distance. I knew they were for me. Vic sobbed and her eyes looked like Dawn's, a promise to a better life. She is young and she is beautiful.